Welcome to Homeschool Companion, your source for information, motivation, and inspiration. If you're part of the homeschool community or simply interested in learning more about home-based education, stay tuned. Together we'll examine the latest resources, learning styles, and teaching techniques. We'll speak with experts in the field to help you uncover every homeschool advantage. We'll also present suggestions on how to keep Christ in the curriculum as we explore fresh ways to teach and learn. Here's your homeschool companion host, author, educator, and children's ministry specialist, Dr. Rose Gamblin. Welcome, welcome. I'm Dr. Rose Gamblin. I thought it might be kind of nice to just go live while I'm trying to do a show. And the show that I've chosen today is on the topic of STEM at home, but I'm going to call it STEAM at home because really we have to include art. And that's the A in STEM. So we'll make it STEAM. It's the study of skills in core in the core discipline of science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. And why should a homeschooler do STEAM? Well, first of all, we're preparing our children for a very competitive world. And we not only want them to love Jesus with all their heart and be good citizens, but we want them to excel in everything that they should choose to do. So we're providing them in our homes And in the schooling that we do at home, we're providing them with every opportunity and more some. And so I thought, well, let's talk about first steps. So you want to make your education a STEM or STEAM-based education. So we're going to start with the toys. Toys are just these wonderful things, but they have a lot of fabulous uses for them. So let's start with blocks. There's all kinds of blocks. There's Legos and Connects and Erector and Lincoln Logs. And I'm sure there's more that I don't even know of. So blocks offer opportunities for play and learning at any age. You know, even now I I like to play with blocks. I have a big tub of Jenga blocks and we make the towers. I think it has like three sets in it. So when the grandkids come over, we make the towers very high or we make a number of towers very high. They're learning a lot of things just with those Jenga blocks. That I think probably would encompass the engineering because we're building these towers and we're understanding where the stress points are and how that those blocks are going to hold up. And we, we just have a lot of fun. So when you're thinking of the toys you have at home, you need to have some kind of building toys. That just is a very basic thing that you should have in your STEM program, STEAM program. We're calling it STEAM. The next thing on my list of essentials are balls or sphericals, anything that is a spherical shape. Now, if you have little ones at home, you need to maybe stick with just the big rubber balls. But marbles ping pong balls, tennis balls, those little bouncy balls. Students from all ages, and of course you know I work with grades one through eight right now, but we're expanding, so that'll even expand. And uh, they will take these rubber balls, and I don't doubt that my older kids are seeing if they can throw them hard enough against the ground that they can crack them, because that's kind of cool too. And we've had a few rubber balls crack, but that's all right because we're learning about force and motion and 
and things it just becomes automatically a part of their lives that later on when they're working in the serious field of science, technology, engineering, mathematics, art, that these little things that they did in the past will make sense. And of course, as we expand into algebra, we're talking about velocity and peak and negative and positive numbers all play into this bouncing ball. So you have to have all kinds of balls. Now you do them, you might use them in your sports program with your family too, but children need to learn about three dimension. And balls are a great thing to learn how to draw a ball, to learn how to find the volume of a ball. It's not as simple as finding the volume of a, let's say a box of tissue paper. I mean, um, Kleenex, not as simple as that. So balls play a very important role. For one thing, life isn't in a straight line. We have life more in a circular. So, you know, anyway, the next thing is art supplies. Now, every family should have art supplies. If you can't set up a table that's dedicated to all of those fun things like glue, scissors, construction paper. I have in my classroom a little plastic, I mean it probably is almost as tall as I am with little drawers in it and it has construction paper in one, it has scissors, it has all kinds of scissors, scissors that would do a like a zigzag texturing around. I'm sure someone gave them to me from their scrapbooking days, but the kids have a lot of fun with that, and glue sticks and scotch tape. And of course, I have all different kinds of paper available. People will give you paper if they know that you would like some paper. There's paper that still has the little holes in it from when it used to go through the those old printers that had those little Hole, holes in the edges. I have tons of boxes of that. And I just let the kids use paper as much as they want to. Just, you know, and scotch tape. Scotch tape is, I need to take out some stalks in scotch tape because scotch tape isn't messy. And you can build with it. And uh, you have a creation yeah, you spend a little bit of money on scotch tape. So you want all those kinds of supplies, crayons, markers, paint, all different types of paint. And some you have to supervise more than others, but it's very good to have them all. And then as, you're, as you get things from the grocery store, boxes, plastic bags, you know, have those just ready for your student to create and build. Now the next, so we've talked about blocks and we've talked about marbles and things that are spherical in nature. We've talked about art supplies and uh, we are, we've talked about, oh, we're going to talk about like cars, little matchbox cars. Those are just the perfect thing for when you are building ramps. And I, I do want to get in the next segment of the show some of the actual things that I've done that have been a lot of fun with just household items that I found around the house. And I have a big collection of old matchbox cars and Hot Wheels, and they build ramps, and they have so much fun launching off from those ramps. And, of course, that's a great segue into catapults and force and motion. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. And then the next thing I have on my list is dolls and stuffed animals. There's nothing as fun as catapulting a little 
stuffed animal into the air. That just makes it so much more fun than if it, you just catapulted a ping pong ball. So these stuffed animals are important because not only do they add this very human dimension to our STEAM program, but they also help children to learn role play for compassion, kindness, so maybe you wouldn't want to catapult your stuffed animal. Whatever the case may be, when we get to heaven, we're going to be catapulting all over the place. And so all of these life lessons of that we can get in, involved and do STEAM right in our homes really helps that family that is homeschooling because you hear so much about STEM and STEAM. Well, you have it all at your fingertips. You don't need to worry. You're probably already doing it. You just haven't called it as such. Well, we have to take a break right now, but we'll be right back. Sam, where are you going? Oh, hi, Rico. I'm heading for the grocery store. Mom forgot to buy carrots for our carrot stew tonight. Can't have carrot stew without carrots. That'd be just hot water. She said that we were going to drive back to the store, but I told her I'd take care of it. On your bicycle? That's kind of a long way. It's good exercise, and besides, there's enough poison in the air already. Poison? What do you mean? See all those cars and trucks? Well, each one has an engine, and each engine is burning gasoline, and the exhaust puts pollution in the air. Then we breathe it. Too much pollution can poison us. So I figure if I ride my bike to the store, a vehicle, which, by the way, creates absolutely no pollution, I'm helping the air steak cleaner. I'm impressed. Not only that, I told my mom and dad that we needed to figure out how to drive our car less. You know, like going to town and doing a bunch of things. Not just one. I figure that if everyone did that, we'd have a lot less dirty air and a lot more clean air to breathe. By the way, where are you heading? I'm going to the park. Mom gave me money for a taxi. You mean one of those stinking, gas-burning, air-polluting taxis? Okay, okay, I see what you mean. Mind if I ride with you? No problem. I can even take you to my house for supper. Do you like carrot stew? Love it. And then we can use your taxi money to buy mangoes. I'd better call my mom and ask if it would be all right. Tell her you're riding in the city's only non-polluting taxi and that the driver is a really nice guy. Just drive. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, he established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, Go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. Harvey, when are we going to get through this jungle? Ah, don't. No. Harvey, what was that? I don't know, but I will check through the binoculars. Oh, my joy, it is a hippopotamus. This cap is around my neck. Herbie the Hippo, and I Can Read Animal Story. Check us out at homeschoolcompanion.org. That's all one word, homeschoolcompanion.org. You've been listening to Homeschool Companion. You know, we'd love to hear from you. Be sure and like us on Facebook at Homeschool Companion, or partner with us. Send us a contribution or a show suggestion at P.O. Box 413 413- 
Smithsburg, Maryland, 21783, or call us at 301 824 3162. Welcome back. Prior to the break, we were talking about stuffed animals as being a steam toy, something that you could use in your steam classes. And now I want to talk about puzzles. Puzzles, and there's all kinds of puzzles. I think that our lives are nothing but one big puzzle, and these small little toy puzzles help us get the skills we need to stick to solving puzzles. Puzzles improve fine motor skills and they give a brain a workout. They also increase spatial awareness and that in itself is its own intelligence. We know from our multiple intelligence. So you need puzzles, jigsaw puzzles, three-dimensional puzzles, little puzzles where you have to roll something around and get a little ball to go through a maze kind of puzzles, the metal kind of puzzles, the horseshoe kind of puzzle. All of these are really great STEM toys. Now let's talk about small figures. If you're like me, I started out with two or three tubs of Legos. And my grandchildren loved to build stuff when they'd come over, but they also loved all the, all the fact that I had a lot of figurines. So I don't have any more because I let them take them all home. But that's okay because when you're building stuff, you have to kind of place yourself in it. If you build a pretend house, you need to place some human being in it or something that represents that human being. So these types of small figures just add a dimension to our STEAM program that helps us be in the picture. It helps us pretend we're on the farm or in the forest or at the beach or flying through space. These little figurines help us ride in the car and live in the dollhouse, hide out in the block forts, or fight each other, invariably which happens, or heal each other, or become family and friends. And it's all in the universe of your imagination, which why should we develop our imagination? Well, you know why? And that is because without a good imagination, how can we believe that Jesus has prepared a place for us? Without a good imagination, how can we believe his saving grace in our lives? Without a good imagination, how can we even fathom the great gift he gave for us? So that imagination has to be developed. Okay, another category that I really like that fits into the arts part of the word STEAM, and that is musical instruments. My students, I've noticed, are naturally drawn to music. I will play something for them. For example, we're getting ready for a play, and I decided to put in a little bit more sophisticated music, so I put in the canon When Jesus Wept, and it's, the soundtrack is instrumental. And I just watched them, and they just got kind of this look of awe. First, they just heard the one line played by one instrument. I believe it was played by saxophones, 
When Jesus wept the falling tear. And and then the other instruments came in at, at their spot, creating a beautiful harmony. And they just go, that is so beautiful. And then another time I introduced to them, it's a very simple song to the tune of Jacob's Ladder. But the accompaniment is very understated. So you have a note here and a note there and a note here and a note there. And the one little second grader goes, that is such a sad song. Well, I didn't tell him that the words talked about, instead of we are climbing Jacob's ladder, it's soldiers of the cross. And so the soldiers in the song actually act out uh, taking and casting lots for the robe of Jesus. And then in the song, they pause when they hear Jesus praying for them. And they're saying, could this be the Son of God? Could this really be the Son of God? Soldiers of the cross. So the little second grader goes, that's just such a sad sound. So music has a way, and even scientists can't fully understand how music communicates to us, but it communicates in a big way, and kids love to make their own music. They love to figure out how to make their own musical instruments, and I know you're probably tired of hearing them drum on the desks and uh, play nonsense things on the piano if you're fortunate to have a keyboard, but these are all part of the STEAM experience that you are most likely already providing your children. Okay, my next category is dress-up clothes, and you probably are saying, what does dress-up clothes have to do with STEAM? So here again, this has to do with helping a child understand and incorporate life lessons into their imaginative play. And I think that is one of the big reasons why we have plays at school through high school and even into college and why people are drawn to film and theaters because these dress-up clothes maybe really appealed to our type of creativity as a young child and we've just carried it with us. You don't need to go out and buy any of these things. But you can look through your home and see what you have. Do you have scarves or costume jewelry? Do you have old hats? What do you have that you can begin to generate a little dress-up closet? And of course, I don't want to leave out technology. What do you have in your home that is already a type of technology? Now, you must keep in mind that technology is classified or is thought of to be things that help us learn. So you might have a chalkboard and chalk. That is a type of technology. It helps us learn. It's not just computers or phones, but it is items that help us learn. So you might already have games that include types of technology. You might, your children might have available to them a laptop or a tablet and Anything that you do in the real world, you can also enhance with that technology. 
technology is not a bad thing, but it's not an end all and you really rob your children of some valuable experiences if everything they do is in the virtual world. We know that the best definition of mental health is being able to function in the real world in the here and now. So as you use your technology to enhance your learning and to integrate it with all of these other things, your children, yes, may become very advanced in the use of technology. It's like a language, and they're rich for language acquisition at a young, young age. You just need to have have the balance that they need to grow into healthy, healthy adolescents and young adults. So we've talked about today, we've talked about blocks, all kinds of blocks from Legos, Connects, Erector Sets, Lincoln Logs. We've talked about balls, anything spherical in nature, marbles, ping pong balls, tennis. We've talked about art supplies and cars and vehicles, things that run on wheels. We've talked about dolls and stuffed animals. We've talked about puzzles and small figures like little people and Lego figure, action figures. We've talked about musical instruments. We've talked about dress-up clothes. And we've talked about computers and tablets, cell phones, and those kinds of things, all within balance. I just I thought in this show we just needed to look at what we already have, what we already might be doing, and recognize it for what it is. You are building well-rounded, educated children that take a backseat to no one because steam in the home is vibrant and happening all around us. So with that being said, I'd like to end with a little example of a toy that I have used in STEM class, and it has to do with magnets. Magnets probably could come under many of these categories, but magnets are really cool. They're also dangerous if they get too close to your computer. So magnets are a very simple activity that kids can experience because they're so easy to use and they're common. What do you have on your fridge right now? I bet you have a bunch of magnets. Setting up a simple magnet science activity is perfect for young kids and it and it uses the resources that you already have. For example, what is a magnet? All you need is magnet bars and then, or you know, your biggest magnet and then a variety of items and just have them go around and see what is magnetic and what isn't magnetic. And uh, you as the teacher or the parent can determine how many times you want them to test and place the item in the bin. And they can look through your drawers around your house they should find both magnetic and non-magnetic. And you can even add a few that are total, not totally magnetic, but have some magnetic part to them. And that helps them also begin to understand and explore magnets. There are so many things to do with magnets and we could go out in the garage as well. But I'm saving all that for another show where, where we will actually look at a lesson plan for doing STEM steam in the home. So with that being said, I have one last thing to say, and that's God bless.
You have been listening to Homeschool Companion, a production of MRG Media. Be sure to join us on Facebook. Just type in the name Homeschool Companion. For more on this or to contact us, go to mrgmediaministries.com. That's all one word, mrgmediaministries.com.